0: Dr. Paul Grinello is a founding partner with the Ohio Department of Mental Health in Establishing the Ohio Suicide Prevention Foundation. He is currently the recipient of a sizable grant in federal funds for suicide prevention under the Garrett Lee Smith Act. Dr. Grinello also conducts research on psychotherapy outcomes and the psychological and social characteristics of individual well-being. He has co-authored three books on the topic of suicide and is currently writing a book on wellness counseling for Prentice Hall. He is currently a member of the Ohio State University Campus Wellness Collaborative. He joins us today. Dr. Ganello, welcome to Flip Switch. Hi, it's good to be here. So you have one of the largest studies on adolescence and suicide.
1: Yeah, we just completed a study. We offered mental health screening in schools to over 30,000 kids. In Ohio, we have to have parental consent, active parental consent, in order to screen anyone for mental health issues. So we ended up actually screening just over 12,000 kids in 155
0: schools. Now, what actually goes into screening itself? Well, we
1: use two evidence-based screening instruments. One is called Teen Screen, which is put out by Columbia University in New York. Columbia University Department for Child and Adolescent Psychiatry. And the other screening protocol that we use is called Signs of Suicide, which is put out by Screening for Mental Health, which is a company that has developed a a screening instrument and a protocol for
0: So these are like things you check for and questionnaires? Right,
1: exactly. They're general screens for mental health, and then there's some suicide questions on there. So they're screening for depression, anxiety, eating disorders, a lot of the things that affect young people today.
0: And just roughly, could you go over a few of the things you found with your study?
1: First of all, it's a complex thing because some of the things that I thought I would see didn't come true, and some of the things that I didn't expect are true.
0: What did you expect to find?
1: I expected to see some differences across Settings Like I expected more problems in inner city environments than in rural environments, hmm. or I expected to see significant differences with minority folks and with Caucasian folks and things like that. And how it all teased out has, has been very interesting. First of all, the rate, the hit rate for kids with any kind of mental health problems at all was was 23%. And if you think about that, that's a quarter of the kids that are, you know, we're talking about middle and high school kids.
0: A quarter of the kids had a mental health problem of some kind. Right, 23%. So so that could be any kind of disorder, eating disorder, uh, depression, anything.
1: So they just scored positive on the instrument. So of
0: those people
1: who scored positive on the instrument, after really examining them, we found about 1,250 that were significant enough for suicide ideation, suicide problems, to warrant referral to a mental health professional for follow up care. Hmm. And of those, we had about 50 people that went directly to the emergency room because they were high risk people. They had guns in the glove compartment of their car or they had other plans, very specific, definite plans. And so. If it wasn't for the screen, we wouldn't have had the opportunity to intervene with those people. So I like to think that we caught some people that otherwise we wouldn't have been able to uh, catch.
0: Right, right.
1: So prevention is the name of the game. Mm -hmm. Stigma is really the big issue here. And, you know, that was a surprising thing, too, because after we screened the people, we do a follow-up interview for the people who score positively and make sure that the instrument is a true positive and not just, you know, some artifact or whatever. Right. And of the people at risk, those 1,200 or some, only about 49% of them followed up with an appointment.
0: So You think that's stigma? Yes, absolutely
1: I do. And I'll tell you why, because I thought it would be a matter of barrier in terms of insurance or transportation or... And we called up 200 and I think 70 people on the, on the phone wow. and said, why didn't you keep your interview? You know, why didn't you go to your appointment? And the number one issue is stigma, the number one issue. And there's a little gender bias here too because families were much more likely to take the adolescent daughter than they were to take a, the adolescent son for care. And some of the things that we heard was, oh, we don't want that on his record. What if he wants to go in the military? How will that affect his job situation? And yet males outnumber females for suicide.
0: Now, why is that? Why do males outnumber
1: females I think for they suicide? Don't, I think we don't get them care early enough. I think the stigma plays out in the end. And uh, traditionally also for completed suicide, males have used more lethal means, you know, mainly firearms. Right. I mean, if you choose to use a firearm as your method, there's very little chance of medical intervention. Whereas if someone overdoses, which has been a traditional female method, there's more chance of someone discovering that person and getting them to the hospital and that kind of
0: thing. So going back to stigma, you're saying it wasn't just stigma coming from the person who could have sought treatment. It was also kind of the society okay. and their family.
1: Absolutely. We have a double standard for mental health care for men and women. It's okay for women. It's not okay for men. Hmm. And I think that really gets down to our society's view of males expressing feelings and needing to suck up stress and deal with things individually rather than reaching out for some help. And and that's the crime because if we could detect this depression early enough, we have an 80% cure rate for depression. So if we could just get people into treatment, we would be able to do, you know, really positive things. It's it's really funny, like, if their car is broken, they won't hesitate for taking a car into a mechanic. But if they're depressed, they won't
0: get there. Check back tomorrow for more of our interview with Dr. Paul Grinello and his study on suicide.